Mr. White, welcome back to Term 2. Term 2, Term 2. How are you? How's the break? Oh, my goodness. I thought it would never end. It just went on and on and on. I just, thank goodness for me, it's over and I can just get back to it's work. It's away with holidays and, and school, isn't it? Just two weeks is just way just too long. just drag on forever. It's just too long. too long. Gosh, well, how do you even, how do you even fill it up? I don't, I don't yeah. know. I don't know how people do it. I don't know. If we're being honest, um, obviously I'm 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 heading back to work, but you're actually only uh, one one week into your holidays, uh, so yes, I feel a bit more rested than you. So you've had the um, the age old end of term one crash, haven't Ooh, you? I have. I have the whole family. So you know, you get to the end of the term and you you've been fighting off and you've been you know putting on a brave face for so long, and then finally the pressure's off and the body falls down and you get a bit crook. Uh, and yeah, the whole family has, uh, has had a, a bit of this. So I'm a little Joined you cranky, on the journey. But, but uh, getting, I can see the end now. Feeling good now. Feeling good. Yeah. So you've got one, you'll have one more week to piece yourself back together yes. after everything falls off. I lost my voice in the first week of the holidays. Uh, it had been hanging by a thread, but as you can, <laughs> the, the, the sweet sounds are, are back. I'm, um, I've, I've lubricated it uh, consistently throughout the holidays and well I am back in the driver's seat ready for another great That's term. That's the spirit. That's the spirit. That's what we want to hear. Uh, so I want to say a big thank you to our sponsors, Video Pro, for joining and supporting uh, Teachers Change Lives podcast. Yep. And welcome all of the teachers who are joining us today from around the world, any of those assistant teachers, uh, administrators, university lecturers, all of those amazing people working in schools, changing Absolutely. lives. It's all about changing lives. Teachers change lives. It's what we do. It's what we're here for is we are trying to shine a positive light on what teachers do and how important education is, but also how fun it can be. Yes, it can be. And it was wonderful over the holidays to actually see that Egypt and Malaysia have got involved in the fun. Uh, the numbers came in and it turns out that the uh, people of Malaysia and Egypt are loving Teachers Change Once Lives. So we are, uh, uh, we've hit the, hit the charts. Uh, so we're here to blow our own horns. Do, 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 do. Uh, we have... Hit the charts in Egypt at number 225. 225. Look at that. It's Top 250. Kind of a big deal. That's right. Uh, but but in uh, Malaysia, mm -hmm. we've uh, actually hit the top 62. What, coming in. Yeah, I know it's going to rock your wow. world. At in the top sixty-two, we've actually come in at sixty-two. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> okay, straight into the top sixty-two, but nonetheless, top sixty-two. That's right. Well, that's where oh, the, that's, that's what the countdown that's starts. Great. They love their education over there in Malaysia. Fantastic. <laughs> they do. So so lovely to have people from all around the world joining yes. us and. Uh, Mr. White and I have been working very hard in these past holidays to do a, a, a number of pre-recordings of some really cool interviews. Mm. We are, spoiler alert, we are going international. Yes, yes we are. So we've had some uh, very privileged interviews which, with some really cool people from around the yes. world who are doing some great things in education and share our vision and passion for 
uh, loving teachers. Education. So stay tuned for all of those. Doesn't matter what culture, doesn't matter what language. Teaching and learning is about relationships, and that's what we're trying to do. That's what we're we're building on, and that's why we're going to strike a note everywhere. That's right. Mm. So uh, we're going to talk about spiraling up. It's the start of a term. Mm. What's our What's our focus for the start of the term? So for the start of term for this week, we've got a question that I'm putting to you now, Shaz. What is one small delight in the teaching week that you look forward to? Oh, my goodness. Well, it it is a great one. So there are a number of things that I enjoy, which is the coffee on the way to work. Um, and amongst there's also the the morning tea coffee and the lunchtime coffee, all of all of the coffees. But I think that the one thing in particular that I am will help me to get out of bed on Monday morning uh, for the start of term two will be knowing that I will get to wave the students in. So I go down to the front of the building each day and greet the students and. It's a good opportunity for the parents to come up and say hi and let me know anything that's happening with their kid. But getting to greet each student by name as they come in, give them a high five or a fist bump, um, tell them how great it is to see them and seeing their little faces light up or, um, you know, letting me know what they did on the weekend. It's going to be great to hear what they did on the holidays and and share those stories first thing and make sure that they are, um, you know, swaggering back into school um, all ready for a, a great term How two. That? How, How about you? That, What's that, your that relationships? You're welcoming them back to school. It's not even yeah. in the classroom or anything like that. You're just, you know, good nah. to see you. Welcome back. Good to have you yeah. back. Yeah, just letting them know that I know you, yes, and yes. I I couldn't be more delighted to to see you and and have you back yeah. here. And I've I missed see you. you. I know you, and I want you around. Fantastic. Very very positive. Yeah. Um, mine. I. How about I, you? I'm lucky enough to be a head of house, and once a week we have a house meeting. So every Thursday morning, a quarter of the school gathers in this room, and I get to. Uh, facilitate the meeting and it's great because I get to you know work with the student leaders the captains of the house or you know whatever whatever captains are involved that day and you know help them talk to the house build up motivation talk about what's on the horizon build up you know anticipation and get the planning done so we can really roll into these events and uh you know enter the house competitions full of pride and uh full of preparedness and you know ready for battle so I really love that. It's a really energetic awesome. way of starting the day on a Thursday morning. Uh, that's what I look forward to every week. Beautiful. Mm. That's great. And I'm assuming then if um, t- kids know what brings you joy. So if they know <laughs> that you're excited to be at that meeting and that you're bringing the energy and the fun, then they they meet you That's there. right. That's right. They do. And they, this, my students know the one thing that brings me joy is, is winning. <laughs> uh, but, but in particular, beating one house uh, in particular. Oh, what's what's the rival house? Uh, Andrews. I don't get along well with Andrews. Um, <laughs> so they sound like trouble. Yeah, they, they are trouble. They are shady characters. Anytime mm. uh, we beat them is a, is a good day. Um, but it's all it's all the fun. It's it's all go. It's great. The house system is brilliant. It's a very very important uh, cornerstone of any school, I think. Um, and yeah, like it's it's always fun to beat Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, we'll uh, we'll track that journey throughout the term. Right, Obviously, right, uh, we'll hear about we'll hear about the wins and hopefully the none of the losses and just uh, pulverizing <laughs> Andrews as they as the term progresses. Yes, can do. Looking forward to it. <laughs> All right. So we're going to 
uh, kick off straight away, kick off uh, the start of the term with a beautiful, magical moment that has been sent in by a listener. So uh, let me just play the sting. That's beautiful. Uh, this magic, magical moment has been sent in. My magical moment happened just before the end of term. A young lady in year eight transferred from another school. Her whole life, she's been in a manual wheelchair. I worked with the family, including home visits, talking about ways to give this young lady more independence. It's a long process to do NDIS, so the dad found a second-hand motorised chair. On the day he put the chair in the school at, uh, sorry, put her in the chair at school for the first time, she took off with the word freedom. Since then, <laughs> I see her playing tiggy with her friends, participating in Colour Run, and just being a teenager, a real heart-melting moment. Spectacular. Oh, that idea of inclusion and involvement, God. it is so important, so important in life, not just in education, but in life. That's a wonderful oh. one. Thank you so much for sending it in. And so that, that's been sent in from um, Megan, who's a head of special education services, and I, that's like literally full-body um, goosebumps, yeah. That is life changing for that student to be able to uh, to be able to just get involved playing tea. Oh, bless her! And <laughs> I love the word freedom. I could, I could just <laughs> I can't freedom. There are any comments? It's hard to, to demonstrate that when you're reading it out. But the, took off with the word freedom. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, it's beautiful. beautiful. Awesome. And thank you so much to all of those, um, all of those inclusion teachers there around Australia and around the world. You are doing amazing work for these students and, and their families. And um, yeah, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for sending that in, Megan. Absolutely. All right. Uh, have you got a wisecrack wise for crack. us to kick off? Of the... course I do. Yes. Of course You've do. always got a wisecrack. All right. Prepare yourself uh, and get ready to rumble. <laughs> what is weekly wisecracks? What do you got, Mr. White? Do-do-do-do-do. Well, yes, uh, this is a good one. Uh, this one happened this term, actually, first term, actually. Year seven English class, and we're talking about uh, expressions and phrases and yeah, those sorts of things that get bandied around in in community, but you know, people don't really know what they mean or where they came from. So we were talking about, you know, I'm so hungry I could eat a horse. You know, what what the, what does that mean? Like no one could actually eat a horse, and why would someone want to? You know, those, those sorts of things. We mm-hmm. don't look a gift horse in the mouth. You know, those sorts of things. And I was explaining. We were talking about a few of them, and I said to the students, "Look, I don't want to sound like a broken record." And I thought, "Hang on a second." You've never had a record player. Because these are year sevens in 2023. Yes, they don't know course. what a record player is. So I said, you don't know what that means. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Wait. There we go. There we go. Laughter instead of booze. Oh, I knew that one oh. would get you, Shaz. I knew that one would get you. And they um they really wouldn't still have a clue what no, you're talking no, about, but you that's don't know great. What that means. You don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I always hope that you've got an assistant teacher or a teacher aide in the back of your classroom just so so they can get it with you. But I know also I know you well enough to know that you don't need anyone else to get it. No, I don't. I'm, it's you're just enough. For me. It's just for me. It is. Just Although for you. since the start of this yep. podcast, I have started employing someone to sit at the back of the room and just take notes and just you know. 
Right down verbatim, the, the, the pearls of wisdom that I'm dropping and the comedy goal of this decision for my Excellent. <laughs> and maybe play the giggle sting as well, just so that um, just so that you can Funny hear that enough, laughter in there as well. I don't need I can no, perform to dead silence. Not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy when the only person you have to impress is yourself. <laughs> yourself. It's a beautiful thing. That's actually it's very it's a safe space. A very safe, it's a safe space. space for me, yes. <laughs> awesome all right well done mr mr white i'm looking forward to hearing hearing more of that comedy yes, gold no, i've got a few of them. Um, what about uh what about a teaching tale i've got a ripper that has been Have sent you? in here we go spectacular mm -hmm. teaching tales dun, dun, dun. all right here we go a prep child approached me to tell to tell me that her friend said the F word. <laughs> I brought the other child over and began to hear all sides of the story. They were both very, very upset. Mm. One was upset because her friend swore and the other because she felt that she was being wrongly accused of swearing. The second child, the alleged swearer, went on to tell me the F word was not a swear word and she has always been allowed to say it. Delving a little deeper, I finally discovered that the F word was in fact fat <laughs> and was used to describe and was used to describe a toy pig that they had been playing with. So then I had a new issue in trying to explain in what context fat may or may not be an appropriate <laughs> appropriate adjective. <laughs> you hadn't even called each oh. other fat. It was just saying that this toy pig is fat. I mean obviously that can be offensive and that's another issue, but it's a toy pig. It's a toy pig. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Oh. oh, goodness. Yes, so it's okay to call that toy pig fat, but it's not okay to call your friend no, fat or, no, yeah, no. it's a beautiful thing. Oh, and yeah, right. and, and right. just respect out there to the, the prep yeah, teachers, yeah, yeah. the yeah, prep that's... teacher aides. You are doing God's yeah, work. Uh, so thank, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah. Your magicians, your, I don't know how you're doing it, but you're it's, uh, I have, oh, yeah. no, I, seriously, I had one child and, I couldn't wrangle him and you, you wrangle like 25 of them all in the one place and they follow your instructions. Oh, I'll tell you what though, miracle, miracle workers. workers, but uh, you're the ones with the stories. You are the ones with the absolute goal. Those stories are hilarious when little kids are involved. Yep. <laughs> they are. Spectacular. They are. <laughs> all right. Um, we are adding in another segment. Yes, we are. And the segment is called, um, we want to give you some teaching tips. Yes. We are, we are not, I don't want to downplay, so we are experts because we're experts in our own classroom. Both have, have made a, a significant impact in the lives of children that we've both worked with. Mm -hmm. um, we're not on any touring circuit, so I guess we're giving tips of things that work, uh, that we know mm -hmm. work. And so take them or leave them but we have been requested to share some teaching tips. So thinking about the first, uh, going into the second term, uh, Mr. White, what have you got? What's a, what's a piece of educational gold well, that you can share it, with Alice? It's funny, um, and I'm sure that the uh, you know, higher education has changed a fair bit since I went through university and did my uh, dip heads and then I'm sure now it's master now, but you would have done some more than I did, but I was pretty much just thrown in. So I was thinking, okay, well, what, what would I want to have known when I started teaching? Like, what did I do the hard way that I really didn't have to? 
And one thing that really stuck me was around the idea of planning. So I don't like making rigid lesson plans. That's not the way I roll. If if a class goes in a certain direction and I see an educational opportunity, I want to you know, grab that with two hands. I want to have the freedom to be able to do that while maintaining, you know, obviously you've got to stay on the curriculum as much as you can as well. So I wanted to come up with a way of planning that is flexible enough to allow for that sort of thing in, in class, but make sure I hit all the, um, you know, all the checklists and the milestones. Learning objectives, yeah. So all yeah. these weekly planners, they, you know, they're obviously they're weekly and they can either be in too much detail or not enough detail. So what I do at the start of every term is I, for every class, map out every lesson. So I make a little table on, on uh, Microsoft Word, this little table, and for every little square has a lesson. I put the date in it. I put the lesson number just so I know when it is, all that sort of thing. And then I mark out any you know, long, long weekends or swimming carnival, athletics carnival. Because teaching week is never a full teaching week. There's always something going on. You know, no. Year seven yep. immunizations we had last week. And so I lost a lesson for that. So it's just, all these things that just come up. So you want to you know, block them out, make sure you know you've blocked them out. But then what I do is I'll put the assessment, the absolute deadline for the assessment. Then I'll move it back one lesson to give myself one lesson spare. And then from there, work mm -hmm. back and say, okay, well, how many lessons do I need to to get them ready for this. And that way I feel in control. I've got a nice bird's eye view of where the students are, what, what the class is going to be about, um, any sort of you know things that come up in the way that, that I want to get around. And it's a really good way of just having a bird's eye view. And if I knew that when I started teaching, um, I think I would have been more effective more quickly. Um, and yeah. it, this is great for younger year level. So year seven, my year sevens, I do it you know, all the time because they've got a weekly spelling test. They've got weekly grammar exercises I have to do. So I budget them in um, every, every, the last lesson of every week, we have our spelling test and we have the deadline for the grammar unit, all that sort of thing that you can just put in. And you'll be surprised how quickly that fills up. Like the lessons just it does really, really quickly. And if you, if you don't plan ahead like that, so this is, I guess, being conscious of it rather than hoping that your, yeah. the, the lessons that you've got ahead of you, that you're going to have them so this which and hope's not a strategy so it is actually looking at the reality of that and what what time do i actually have and then that allows you to make the most of that time and uh, and it would keep you more on the straight and narrow so that you know when i can go on a tangent and when do i need yeah. to stay stay yes, back here absolutely and look you gotta you've got to build in some redundancy because <laughs> there's a there's a, an evacuation drill that just happens to be during yep. you know this, the lesson that I set aside is their last lesson for, you know, before an assessment or whatever, but you've got to build in redundancy. And look, if you hit the, if you get it all done a little bit early, awesome. You've got a lesson to work on anything that you think is. is on retrieval practice, which brilliant. we know is the most important yeah. thing. Let's, let's start to draw a couple, some of the things back. We've, we know it takes 24 to 40 repetitions of yep. something before you actually learn it. So don't be afraid to go over content that you've already absolutely. gone over. In fact, it's absolutely imperative for you to go over things that you've gone yep. over before. Don't ever be scared to do yep. that. That's really important stuff. Absolutely. So that, that's my teaching tip. Just it's, it's, not a, it's not a groundbreaker. But for me, if I'd learned that earlier, um, come up with a plan that works for you that you can step back, have a bird's eye view of, of where you're going with your class, and then the lessons sort of just sort of take care of themselves. Love it. Um, just because we've got time. I am going to share one as well, actually. So 
uh, we've done lots of interviews over these holidays and we've and and it's great to see this recurring theme that we've talked about keep on coming up about relationships and uh, kids don't learn from people they don't like uh, the the amazing Rita Pearson said that and it's absolutely true if you um, we've 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 talked with some people about having getting some um, I want to. I was about to say collateral, but relationship collateral. So you kids, kids won't take um, won't take redirections from people that they don't know or they don't like or that they don't respect. So it's really, really important that you have that relationship with a student before you can start to give them mm. feedback. And the whole point of te- teaching is to be able to give students mm. feedback and give them those corrections and the refining. But they won't take those corrections from you unless they have some sort of relationship Trust. with you. Yeah. What we know is that after in term two, you know your students, you've, you now, you've, but you don't have, so you know them all, but you don't have the same relationship with all of them. Mm. So we can pretend that all students are equal and that we have the same relationship with every single one of them. But the reality is, is that we just don't. So I came across this awesome strategy um, quite a few years ago that I enact every week. So I've always got a particular student in mind that I am using my um, my two for five, two for five, two for five, five for two, five for two, five for two. not two for five, five for two. So it is for five days straight for two minutes each day. I am going to have a student that I'm going to have one-on-one conversation yep. with. So we are going to just talk. I'm going to ask them questions about themselves. I'm going to find them in the playground. I'm going to walk with them to class. They're going to be in my class lined up and I'm going to make sure that I have a two minute conversation with them, just asking them, um, asking them a question about themselves, telling them something about me, following on from something I've talked to them about the day before, complimenting them on something, appreciating something, acknowledging something. But it has to happen um, on consecutive days because on the first day, if I don't have a relationship with a student, often the first day is really awkward for both of us. Let's be honest. They're like, what, who, like, why, why are you giving me this? Why, why is the light shining on me right now? This is awkward. Just why, why are you asking these questions and pretending that you're interested in me? But then you go back the next day and they're like, she's back again. Like she wants to know more about me. Okay. By the third day, they're really loosening up and they're starting to see, oh, they, this person really cares about me. And by the fourth and fifth day, that, that relationship has now been really quite consolidated Mm. because now they just, they just know, oh, she's going to, she's always, she now knows these things about me and we're going to have this ongoing conversation. And it's, uh, it's definitely transformed some relationships that I've had with students, but it had to be, for some students, the relationship just comes really easily. And you find there's the meeting of the minds, the same. Uh, do you find yeah, that, absolutely. that there's, there's some students that, well, yeah. You know, they're people, we're and, people. I mean, there are, there are people that you just naturally gravitate, just naturally gravitate to, or there's a you know, similarity yes. in, yeah. in sense of humor or outlook or whatever it is interests whatever yeah um, but that's a great way of, of getting to know the students that don't have that initial click um that, yeah. that are a little bit more challenging do you do it one at a time religiously or could you do a couple at a time if you wanted to really catch you up? could go a couple of time and i i would i would think probably um if i was a secondary school teacher and i've got my five classes so when i was when i was a full-time teacher 
unfortunately, I didn't le- I didn't learn this strategy when I was a full time teacher. I've only learned it since I moved into um, my hod. I was a head of department, and that was when I learned it. So I had was teaching three classes then and leading for the other um, during the other time. So for those three classes. I was, I always had that one student in each of those classes that I was focusing mm. in on um, to try to deepen that relationship. Yeah, great. It's a, it's a fantastic uh, piece of advice. Um, particularly, I, I teach a few, like geography is, is an elective for year eights and year tens. So I, t- I teach them. So I only really get to know them for a semester. And I often find at the end of the semester that I don't know the students as well as I would like. Um, you yeah. know, bigger classes, the whole thing. And, and, you know, I've got senior classes that I'm, you know, not focusing on more, but focusing on more, you know, to be, to be honest. Um, but that's a really good way to get to know every student in the group. And look, I know every student. Yeah. It's just a question of how well I know them. And you can't teach effectively unless you know the student. And it's yeah. not just about the trust and the knowledge. It's also knowing them, how they learn. That's that's yeah. really important. So that's fantastic yeah. piece of advice. What a great uh, teaching tip. Gee, that's we're off to a fire oh, thank with you. Those you ones. too, Mister White. Yes, exactly. Let's see if we can maintain this standard. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's going to be difficult. Uh, there's always there's 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 always a bit of wisdom that we can um, we can be imparting to a colleague, most definitely. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I know that um, qu- quite a few of my um, my permission to teach teachers will really latch on to what you've said, um, what your piece of advice was just then, which is yeah, great. great. So thank great. you. And That's look, great. If anyone listening has a teaching tip that is groundbreaking for them and they'd like to share with other people, just if, you know, something that they wish they knew at the start of their career, let us let us know so we can share it um, and make this profession easier for everyone. And so, you know, we can go about the business of creating these relationships and, and teaching. Because it's not easy. It's not easy. And we don't know it all, and that's okay. No, lifelong learning, absolutely. Yes. So uh, we have had some pretty cool comms communication from some listeners. Comms. <laughs> you with the lingo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so I had a moment yes. on the last day of the term, uh, Mr. White. Um, I had my Uber driver um asked me if I was okay uh, as he was driving me home from the end of term drinks and obviously (laughs) safety first. And I was sitting in the back of the Uber at about 10.30 on the last day of the term. I'd officially lost my voice at this stage um, and I was utterly exhausted. Mm. And as you do, uh, as I do anyway, pulled out my phone and was checking my work email and then checked my Teachers Change Lives podcast email. And there was an email sitting there from one of our listeners that uh, resulted in me just breaking down into uncontrollable sobs and um, totally lost it. And uh, my Uber driver, bless his cotton socks, um, hi Kuma, he said, um, he said, he said, I... (laughs) He, he did. He got $5 for this. He's like, I, he wanted to know if I was okay and if there was anything he could do to help. Um, unfortunately, I had lost my voice, so I couldn't actually communicate appropriately to him that I was okay, but he could hear my songs. His sign language, he nodded and gave a thumbs up. 
I was also pretty drunk at the time. So it was it was just an absolute mess. But I do just want to share um, what uh, what just um, was just the best best end of term moment. So they were tears of happiness. They weren't tears of sadness. Uh, so I'm going to read out this email that uh, that was sent through to you and I, Mr. White. So it says, hello, Mrs. Angel and Mr. White. I'm reaching out because I stumbled across your podcast and I just wanted to say thank you. I'm a mature aged 45 year old uh, third year education students. I've, we love 45 year olds. Um, I have worked as a, yeah, I have worked as a teacher's aide for the past two years and your podcast has given me some much needed rekindling of inspiration and passion. So this is my journey so far. I've put off doing an education degree for many years, partly because I was on another path and wasn't sure how to jump off. I did a business communications degree straight out of school, worked for a few years, and then did the early childhood thing in my mid-20s. I worked in the sector for a while before gaining a Cert for TAE, so training and assessor, and working as a training, trainer and assessor. But more so, I didn't know how I would afford to take time off for practical placement or where I would find the time to study, work, be a present wife and mum, or how my mental health would cope. But here I am in my third year doing six units per year. It's tough, but I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I may or may not be counting down the units, but this is my new normal for now. Only a couple more years oh, to go. Wow. I really wanted to reach out because working in a school environment and having done practical placement, I hear so many perceived negative things from teachers, like get out while you can, so you're not scared off yet. Say goodbye to weekends and evenings. Teaching will consume every moment of your life, uh, etc. things like that. So to top that off, I constantly hear about burnout and how half of all new graduates leave the profession in the first five years. However, I have my own mind and conceptions, and I really do strive to ignore the pessimism and gloom, albeit hard when you hear it so regularly. However, all of this neg um, talk and negativity led me to find the Teachers Change Lives podcast. I know this despondency is precisely what you're trying to extinguish from the narrative. So thank you for continuing to hold the torch for the profession that I will soon be entering. It has been so refreshing to listen to your podcast, hearing the positive teaching tales and magical moments, uh, the magical stories, Whitey's weekly wisecracks. Uh, they all help to lift my spirit and brighten the smile on my face. So thank you again from the bottom of my heart for helping to keep my flame alight and for everything else that you do. All the best and take care. Uh, Justine, who is from Brisbane. That's, that's, that's it. We can pack up and we've touched. We've done, We're done. We've done. We're done. The, 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 the one, yeah. Yeah, one thing, one thing, touch, you know, put a positive spin on it for one person. That's, that's tick. Exactly what we were trying exactly. to do. Exactly. We so. So thank you, Justine. I know you were sending an email to say thank you, but you have no mm. idea how much after a really, really long, uh, long term, every term's a long term. And, and we, we talk about all of the, um, teaching is amazing. It's a, a, the most amazing, uh, giving profession. Uh, and, and it's, and it's hard work. It's really, really hard work. And, um, so receiving your email made a massive difference. Um, to me at the end of that term and then the joy in getting to share that with Whitey um, the day after. He still had one week to go in his term at that stage um, and uh, it was just, it was wonderful. 
Yeah, absolutely. So it was so wonderful to be able to share that and, and know that we've made a difference. And we're so proud of you. Yes. Well done for uh, choose, choosing teaching, yes. first and yes. foremost. And then um, that's, that is a grind that you have been doing with everything else in your life. And I know lots of the assistant teachers who work at my school are also um, juggling family and study mm. and and uh, all all to be able to get on to this teaching pathway. Yes, yes so but stick, stick with it. Absolutely stick with it. The new normal, that's a great way to say it. It just is. It just is. Yeah. You will do it. You will just, just do it. It will happen. You will do it. Keep us updated. Let us know what's going on. Um, yeah. You know, you've, you've obviously, you, you've hit a nerve with us. Uh, and, yeah, we want to help you <laughs> as much as we can. So, you know, thank you very much um, for sharing your story with us and, and the impact that um, you know, hopefully we've had. It's, it's, it's lovely stuff. It really is. And this is what, what we want to do. We, wanna, we want teachers helping teachers as well. Um, so, yeah. So if there's anyone out there who um, who's also started listening or has had something that's happened for them that's really kind of helped them to to stick with it, if they've had a mentor, if they've had a, a colleague, if they've had a family member who's really helped them to stick with the plan of um, to become mm. a teacher, please send us through uh, that. Let us shout people out. We love to name and fame people yes. um, to make sure that they know that they've made a big difference in, in your life. So keep choosing education, people. Really? Keep... Um, Keep keep coming on board. It really is the best profession. It's the only profession that teaches all professions. Exactly right. So if uh, if you have uh, any great stories like that that you want to email through to us, it is Teachers Change Lives Podcast at Gmail dot com, or they can get in contact to, uh, with us by sending teaching tales or magical moments. Where can they send them through to, Whitey? To the email address that you just said, or to Facebook? Yes. Correct. I haven't, the Facebook, I haven't oh. done the Facebook one before. I'm, I'm, mine is the email. I, I, I can just do the email. I'm just, I'm changing change things up. up. Come on. Um, Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, Teachers Change Lives Podcast. You got it. That's exactly and right. And TikTok, um, TCL we, Podcast. You've got it. And we we recently put um, put a couple of TikToks out there requesting people to to send in their teaching tales and magical moments. They were a big hit. So we would love, love, love to hear your t your teaching tales, magical moments. If you've got a wisecrack, mm. um, we would love to hear it and send any of those through. Just a little uh, one to two minute video is great. Okay. Or you can just email in in a Word document or just a straight email and we can just read it out on your behalf as yes, well. Yes, but it, it's easier just to record it. Just record it on your phone and, and, uh, and, and send it in. 30 seconds a minute. We do love to we see love your to face. See we really Absolutely. do love to see the faces. Absolutely. Yeah. And also it just kind of breaks up our mugs on our, on the screen you as well. People um, on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Suckers for punishment. Um, so having said that though, we look a lot better because video yes. pro um, has given this beautiful lighting Halo. and uh, our webcams. Yes. Um, oh, it's beautiful yeah. in your wine mm. glass. Look at you go, Mr. White. Uh, so thank you so much to Video Pro as always for being amazing sponsors of our show and caring about teachers by caring about us and this podcast. We are going to be back uh, next week, uh, so we'll have weekly podcasts for all of these next uh, for the rest That's of this term. term. So keep on sending sending in your content, and Mister um, Mister White and I will will share it with the world. For that, absolutely. Cool. Thank you. All right. Mrs. Well, wonderful to see you. 
So good to have you back for the term. Oh, well, I'm back. Nope. Mr. White's still on holidays That's for one more week. Uh, he deserves it. <laughs> All of those teachers down in New South Wales and Melbourne and beyond, good for you. Enjoy the last week of your holidays whilst us Queenslanders Enjoy head back. Enjoy week one. Uh, it's into- always exciting week one. We will. Awesome. All right. See you, everyone, see next you week. Everyone. See you later, Mr. See White. This is Angel. Thank you. Riverside.